0: Welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays, together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Belonging to more than myself. Andrew Powell. My first awakening was in my infancy, a memory that remains vivid and profoundly compelling. Lying in my pram and staring up at the azure sky, I was irresistibly drawn up into that luminescent blue with prescience of something mysterious, greater and ineffable that lay beyond. The second occasion took place when I was four years old, at my day nursery. It was a hot summer's day and we children were playing in the garden, a large one, surrounded by trees. Everything was going on as usual. Then I looked up and saw this giant tree... The picture is still absolutely clear in my mind, standing motionless before me. The leaves shone brilliant green in the sunlight, and within there was deep shade. Suddenly I became one with the depths of that shade. All sound ceased, time stood still, and although what happened may have lasted only seconds, it may as well have been forever the third time, I was in my mid-forties taking part in a Zen Enlightenment intensive. On this retreat, my assignment had been to spend every waking minute dwelling on the koan, What is Life? We comprised a group of about twelve working non-stop in pairs. One person would reflect aloud on their koan for half an hour, followed by listening in silence for half an hour while the other person did the same. Then a bell would ring, partners would change, and then the process would repeat, hour after hour. By the end of the first day, I was running out of all imaginable descriptions for what is life. During the second day, time started slowing down, and I found myself uttering strange, half-familiar words as the mind emptied itself. My intellect was running out of steam, while the cracks in my thoughts were growing wider and wider. I'd been given an apple to hold and observe while reflecting aloud. Without warning, my mind did a kind of somersault, and just like before, when I was four years old, everything stopped. I could still see the apple in my hand, yet I was everywhere all at once. There was no me, or I could equally say, everything was me. All was unity, all in its right place, unbounded, timeless, and shimmering with isness. After what seemed an eternity, I watched a thought unfolding before my eyes like a piece of ticker tape. It said to me, Now you know what it is to be truly conscious without anxiety. A moment later, the whole thing was over. Tears sprang to my eyes and I felt a rush of great emotion, of love and gratitude. I was back in the everyday world of duality, in self, mind and body. The experience had been abrupt and very powerful. There was no worship, no imago dei, no spiritual path to climb and nowhere to go. It had been more like falling off a mountain, which would seem to be characteristic of Zen Sartori. How did these three events influence my life? It's hard to say. Although the human ego likes to set everything in order, in truth, cause and correlation are inextricably entangled. Given that every incoming soul is born unique, with its own path and purpose, Perhaps I was possessed of a disposition that prepared me for such experiences beyond space and time. I know that I was a sensitive and somewhat introverted child. As a small boy, saying bedtime prayers with my grandma was very special. I could now describe it as feeling lovingly and safely cradled in the embrace of the universe. Soon I would be swept up in the challenge of getting to grips with the wider world – sometimes pleasurable and other times decidedly painful. Well loved at home but lonely and homesick at boarding school from the age of seven, I sought refuge in books and music. By the age of 14, and now widely read I determined to study the mind and unravel its strange commingle of joys and sorrows. I went on to do so by becoming a doctor, later specialising in psychiatry and psychotherapy, thereby taking the well-trodden path of the wounded healer. My early professional years were devoted to mainstream health care but I had always sensed myself to be part of an infinitely greater creation, one that I'd first glimpsed at the very start of life. In my middle years, spurred on by reading Carl Jung and the forward-thinking climate of the scientific and medical network, I brought the transpersonal dimension to my clinical work. I found that many of my patients were open to, and in need of, a wider and deeper frame of understanding than the one offered by a reductive psychology and the neuroscience of the day. For some it was important to have their faith-based tradition acknowledged and included in their therapy. For others, spirituality in its wider meaning was of the essence, at its most simple to know that I belong to more than myself. The various therapeutic approaches I explored, including spiritual healing, spirit release therapy, soul psychodrama and past life therapy, could all be subsumed by the heading of soul-centred psychotherapy. At the same time, with the help of several like-minded psychiatrists, I started a special interest spirituality group in the Royal College of Psychiatrists. Over the years, the group has steadily grown to some 4,500 members, more than one in five of UK psychiatrists. Of my awakenings, rather than count them as turning points, I would see that first prescient yearning as finding its fulfilment in my midlife epiphany. Necessarily, there had been many life challenges between times, for the soul incarnates with good reason. To paraphrase T.S. Eliot, I had now arrived where I started and could know the place for the first time. Besides which, it's good to be reminded, as the saying goes, that God never promised a smooth crossing, only a safe landing. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.